Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. We are cruising through retirement. You know, there are many outside forces influencing your portfolio. The pandemic, geopolitical events, and of course, inflation. If you feel a little bit anxious about attending retirement, just stick around because we've got some tips to help bring that anxiety down. We're going to call it Financial Xanax. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, a fiduciary and investment advisor representative, 30-plus years in the business. Um, yes, he is a, um, yeah, 30 years. Holy cow, you've got more than 30 years, Kevin. How are you? <laughs> yes, 32 years and counting. I'm 32. great, Steve. Always good to be here. Yeah, the uh, and again, Silverleaf Financial is the company. Silverleaffinancial.com is the website. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a little media one. I love your uh, your example there about financial Xanax. I think everybody just needs to relax a little bit, don't you? I I would agree. Yeah, and we're and we're not pushing drugs here by all, by any oh, means. Oh, not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, but I tell you what, if there's anything I can help people, uh, you know, step back and just uh, take a breather a little bit. Um, you, you know, I think one of the problems is, is there's so much, we're, we're surrounded by so much media these days, you know? I mean, even if you go back 20 years, we didn't have nearly the, the, the things coming at us that we do now, you know, the internet, we've got all the social media and obviously Facebook and Instagram and TikTok or whatever else you want to, you know, Twitter, everything else that's out there. There, there are stories coming at you all the time. There's, you know, we hear something that happens 6,000 miles away, you know, 10 minutes after it happened. And, and so I think I think that these things can really, uh, you know, they they, I, they try to stoke fear, right? They got these headlines that are trying to scare you, and it's because that jacks up the ratings. It is in my humble opinion. Well, I think um, you're and, absolutely right. I mean, I think you know, not only does it jack up the ratings, but they can sell more commercials, which is how they make money. And so, well, you know, it, if fear right. sells, then by golly, they're going to sell it. Then they're going to sell it, and and there's there so many times, you know, like just on the business channel, which. Which I uh, I'm biased towards. I think the I think the Business Channel seems to give you more of a, a less politically influenced or nuanced angle to something. Sure. Um, but but they sure do a good job sensationalizing things, right? I mean, they'll talk about the market getting crushed when it's down like one percent, 
and and yes, that's not getting crushed. No, you know, and and so they they sensationalize it, you know, and and they're trying to hype it. Uh, but the thing is, is that if you uh, you know if you listen too long, you, you can become prey to the negative to the negative news, and you can it could cause a person to make an ill advised, uh, probably a poorly timed decision that could wind up costing you money. And and I think that um, you, you know what you want to do, I think is to hear the news, listen to the news, think about how it might impact you or your situation, and then talk to your own advisor about that. See how it plays into your portfolio. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, you know, certainly inflation, I think, plays in, you know, effect, is affecting everybody. And so I think it's a good idea to to have those conversations with your advisor, but you don't want to give in to the knee-jerk reaction. Oh, absolutely. You talk about inflation. I uh, was just heard a, a piece from uh, uh, CNBC senior personal finance correspondent, Sharon Epperson. She's got the results of a new survey uh, about inflation, and boy, it's, it's touching everybody. A new CNBC and Acorn survey finds nearly half of Americans say they think about rising prices all the time. And more than three quarters say they're worried higher prices will force them to rethink their financial choices. If higher prices persist, more than half say they'll cut back on dining out. 42% will cut back on driving and 40% say they'll cancel a trip or vacation. From coast to coast, many consumers have already cut back. Well, and this is particularly um, alarming, if you will, for, for seniors, you know, folks that are in retirement. They're going to no get question. hit pretty hard. They, they are. They are. And, and especially you've got a lot of seniors, you know, a lot of retired folks that, that are living on a fixed income, right? Um, and, and so, you know, one positive to this, Social Security did give one of the biggest increases in, in, in uh, the Social Security check. You know, recipients got the biggest increase that they've seen in a long, long time to help offset inflation. But most people don't think it was enough. You know, most people feel like their inflation is higher, um, you know, like the cost of living is is higher now than the, that it's gone up more than that increase in their Social Security check. And so there's no question, you know, I mean, when you, when they talk about the 40 percent, 40 percent of these people that are going to cut back. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm I'm one of them. You know, I, I hate you know just going going out to eat. We went out to a restaurant that we've gone to several times. And the first thing I noticed is that all their prices are about 20, 25 percent higher. Everything. Yeah, no kidding. You, you, yes, you know, and and if and and you're not going to find anything for less than twenty bucks on you know at, at least at this restaurant, and not now de depending on how much money you're making, maybe that's nothing. You know what? But there's there's uh, uh, I told my wife I think in the ten eleven years we eleven years it is we've been here I think I think rest going out to restaurants it, it feels like it's almost tripled in that eleven years, and in in terms of what we would normally spend just the two of us. And, and so I know it's, uh, it's something that I look at. I think, I think, I think it'd be foolish not to pay attention to it. Right. Sure. And, and, and I think what's, what's important though, guys, is when you're looking at your financial plan, you're debating, you're trying to figure out when you should retire. Are you ready to retire? Do you have enough things like that? What we, what we want to do is we want to play around with the numbers. And I say play around. It's, it's to show you the different impact of inflation, because what I told my wife, I said, well, if prices have tripled, you know, if it feels like they've tripled in the last 11 years, does that mean we have to expect another triple in the next 11 years? And, and, and I'm thinking about that. So a rental car that I used to be able to get for 30 or 40 bucks now seems to be 110, 120. So does that mean we're paying three, 350 a day for, for a, you know, a little economy rental car? Gosh, I hope not. You know, so, so no, it can be scary. There's no question. It can be scary. Um, you know, but, but you want to try to turn off that, turn off that news sometimes, you know, personally, I, I can only take it in limited amounts, uh, and, and I have to turn it off and walk away because it just, uh, sometimes it gets, uh, it's just too disturbing. 
and and I, and I think it can cause you to make a bad decision. So don't let yourself get too you know influenced too much by the media, um, and and make sure you listen to different sources of media because a lot of them have their biases based on who owns the network, and uh, you might not be getting the full picture. Right. So you know the the other thing you can do is to differentiate your money. You know, a lot of times we talk about money and we say, oh, what's a safe withdrawal rate? You know, like if you got a million dollars, you can take out 35 grand a year or something. Uh, and that's as though the money is all invested the same way with the same time frame, the same parameters. And one thing that I like to do is differentiate the money between short term and long term. Uh, you know, you've got short term money market that you should have, you know, for emergency expenses, but then different sources of, of uh, investments that, that have different maturity lengths, you know, like laddering CDs and laddering bonds. So you can take advantage of interest rates, you know, two years from now, as well as three and four years from now, let's say. And so I think that you, you want to separate them. I like to I like to call it buckets of money. And, and so what I found it can help out a lot of folks is to separate, you know, if, if somebody's got a million dollars, maybe you put a third of it, you know, in something that has no risk of a loss. You know, maybe you just go into a fixed interest at three or three, three and a half percent, which is about where we're at right now. So, you know, you've got that interest coming in. Maybe you need to take another third. And you put that into something that that uh, that is safe. You can't lose any money, but maybe you can make six, seven, eight percent in in like a, a good index annuity, like they've been doing. Sure. And then maybe take the other third and put that in the stock the stock market that does have risk of loss. Well, that really is. A, I mean, that's what you do with for your clients anyway, uh, Kevin. I mean, we've talked about that many times. You know how you know purpose determines placement. Of you know every every dollar that you save has a job. It's a matter of uh, you know getting getting the right fit. That's right. That's right. And it's just like, it's just like the toolbox. You know, I, I always like the, like the old saying, you know, well, if you're a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. And, and, but you know what, everything can't be nailed in, right? You've got a, you've got a tool chest that has multiple tools for different jobs, right? So you need the right tool to get the job done in the right way at the right time. And it's the same thing with your investments. You know, I don't think, I don't think anybody should be all in the stock market, just like I don't think somebody should necessarily be all out of the stock market. Personally, I think different asset classes are good to have diversification, you know, but depending on your risk tolerance, it might not be the right move for you. Some people, you know, don't want to take any chance of losing any money. And, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, as long as we've, you've got enough capital that you can do what you want to do and we can make, you know, put, you know, get you to your goals on fixed interest and conservative investments, that's fine. The drawback to it is you probably need to save up more money to, to do the same thing you might be able to do with, with investments long-term in the stock market. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, this is why, you know, you work with an, a fiduciary advisor with a lot of experience. You're looking out for us. You, you, you do the heavy lifting for us and I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know what that's, and, and, and that is what I do uh, every day for 30 plus years, as we talked about, you know, and, and, and I think it's important, you know, if, if you guys look at the research, you can see there's research out there that that not that came out that not long ago uh, that shows that investment. I should say clients that work with an investment advisor generally have better uh, investment returns. And I think it's because, you know, sometimes people will make rash decisions like we talked about at the media. Sometimes people make a decision based on what they they overheard a friend or somebody else talking about. Uh, and, and sometimes they're just not not as well thought out or you could be subject to emotions. You know, a lot of times people will see the market dropping and, and it could drop, you know, maybe it drops a thousand points or 2000 points and you see it start to look like it's cascading and people want to pull the trigger and get out because nobody wants to lose money. Right? right. But that is usually the wrong. That's usually the wrong decision. You know, if that money is designed for the next couple of months, then you probably shouldn't have it in the stock market anyway. All right. If it's money that you plan on taking out in the next six or 12 months, I'd say be very careful there as well, 
because there's a lot of things happening that nobody can tell you the short-term movement of the market. But we know that long-term, over time, long-term, the stock market has outperformed virtually every other asset class. Going, If you go back 100 years and look at the returns of the stock market, um, I believe you'll see that they're higher than virtually any other investment out there. And, and so we've got a lot of great companies you know, that we can invest in. I think there's a lot of great opportunities right now, but you just have to always remember that you know, this certainly we might not have seen the bottom. Uh, and so you want to be prepared that you know, we, we certainly could see the markets go lower before they do turn and go higher again. Sure. But I mean, they've never not gone higher again. That's no, that's, that, that, that is the thing. That is the thing. The issue is, the issue is your time frame because, because depending on when you, like if you're already in the market, you know, then I, and, and it's long-term money, meaning at least three years from now, you know, you plan on leaving the money in there at least another three years, if not longer, uh, then I believe you, sh- you should be perfectly fine. You want to take a look at where, what your, where your exposure lies, make sure you're not taking on more risk than you need to. And this is something that your advisor can help you with, you know, or I can help you with. I'd be happy to give you a second opinion if you'd, if you'd like me to take a look at your portfolio. Um, you know, and, and this is what we do. But I think that it's important because what we're, when we say the short term, meaning this year and the next year, two years, the Federal Reserve has, has taken unprecedented steps in the last several years. Going back to the previous administration with all the stimulus, uh, you know, when COVID shut everything down, they started sending everybody money. They started, um, you know, deferring loan payments. People didn't have to pay rent for their apartment. Students didn't have to pay back their student loans. All of these things created massive, massive amounts of, of extra cash in people's hands that have really driven, you know, the economy and driven uh, partly contributed to the inflation that we're seeing now. And you put that together with Russia invading Ukraine, that's what's causing the inflation that we're seeing all around the world, guys. It's not our administration's fault that we have inflation. It's it, it, Unless you're going to blame the entire world having inflation yeah. on, on Biden, okay? So it's happening all around the world, unfortunately. And it looks like it's going to continue. Uh, for quite a while, I, I guess if, if anybody knows when Russia's going to you know, move back out of Ukraine, if they're going to give up and say, oh, we made a mistake, that might tell you when we could see the end of this. But you got two of the biggest providers of natural resources, wheat, oil, gas, and all sorts of other com- you know, commodities that come out of Ukraine and Russia that are contributing to these high levels of inflation. And again, those are the kinds of things that that we don't even feel. You know, and like you said, it's not it's not the administration's fault, but it becomes their problem. Oh, it, do, it, it does. It does. And that's, well, it, well, that's a political strategy too, right? Whatever party you're on, just blame the other party for every, everything wrong in the world. It's their fault. And, <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that's what, that's what a lot of people do. And it's easy, right? Right, it's of course people, it is. Most, most people just, I, I think a lot of people just read headlines. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people go into depth and in reading stories and research, trying to find out, get to the bottom line. I think most people listen to radio or they listen to the, to the talking heads on television uh, you know, to form their, I think that's how they form their opinion is based on, based on whatever spin is spin they're listening to. And I don't think most people take the time to dig in and see exactly what the cause is. So it's easy. It's easy. Just blame the president. You know, he's, he's the biggest figurehead we have out there. So it must be his fault. Um, I don't think it is, but, but that's another, that's another story. The fact of the matter is that we all do, we, we have seen the biggest prints on inflation we've seen in a long time. And what it tells me is that everybody needs to go back and look at your plans, look at your retirement plan, and look at what rate of inflation you used. Okay, did you estimate that inflation was going to be one or two or three percent, or did you actually anticipate that it was going to be what eight and a half percent? Because those plans might need to be updated. They probably need to be revised because if we continue to see inflation like this, whatever projections you had before, 
are probably too low. They're probably far too low. And again, but you've you've dealt with inflation all along. I mean, not just now. I mean, you've put in putting plans together, like you said, for more than 30 years, and you've always included inflation. Yes, you you have to. I think you have to. And 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 you know, but it but it does make a big difference when you're going through and you're calculating and you're putting together retirement plans or financial plans. You have to have a figure for, you know, how long you're going to need the money. In other words, we need to estimate life expectancy, right? Which which can obviously make a big big difference. You know, a lot of times I'll tell people that I like to use life expectancy going out, let's say you live to 95. And a lot of people don't want me to do that. They say they laugh. And say, what are you kidding me? I don't even know if I'll see 80. And 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 but the thing is, if we use a life expectancy of 80 and you do live to 90 or 92 or 95, that you could run out of money far too soon. And and we have to make estimates, uh, projections of interest rates. In other words, uh, rate of growth. In other words, your rate of return. You know, are, are, is your portfolio going to grow at three percent or five percent or seven percent? What's that number? Uh, which obviously has a big impact. Uh, and then inflation. Inflation is the other key component that goes into these in, into the calculations. And we want to make sure we're not underestimating any of these numbers. Um, you, you know, I, I always remember. I think it was W. C. Fields said that that. Uh, he, he, the way he, he can tell if he, if he planned his retirement properly is the last check he writes bounces. And I said, I said, that's cutting it pretty close. It's cutting um, it pretty close. Exactly. It, it, you know, so I think the smart thing to do is, you know, build up that cushion, make sure whatever, whatever expenses you have. Now, if your expenses are four grand a month in retirement, then I would say you want to make sure you have six or 7,000 a month at least so that you have a cushion. And so that as inflation continues over the next 10, 15, 20 years, you, you know those expenses are going higher. It won't impact your standard of your, your way of living. It won't Im- interfere with your goals. And so I think if you, if you shore up your income streams, you have solid sources of income that are not dependent on stock market moves, that'll also help greatly in taking away your concern. You know, if you see the market down 2,000 points, it's not going to matter as much if you're, if you're not living off of that money, you know, because you can just let it grow. You can go through it. You can wait it out. And, and you should be fine. All right. So what, what's important, though, is that we have solid sources of income that you can count on regardless of the market moves. I like that. And that not only uh, yeah, sources of income, so income streams, in other words, we need multiple income streams. Multiple income streams. Yeah, we want to remember, you know, Social Security was only supposed to be about th- a third, you know, between 30 and 40 percent uh, of your total income was it was expected to come from so- Social Security. It was part of a three legged stool. That was Social Security is one leg, your personal savings is a second leg, and then that infamous pension plan, along with your gold watch, was the third leg. All right. So now most of us don't have the pension plan, and then we don't get a gold watch. All right. So we, that doesn't happen anymore, which means that now you're responsible for basically two thirds of whatever income you have in retirement. And and so look at your Social Security, and double it, and that's the amount of income you should be able to generate from other sources. So. That's where a good advisor can help you figure out how to generate that income, where we can get it from, uh, and, and ways that you can uh, bring the money in on a, uh, and, and be, be aware of cognizant of your taxes. We want to try to minimize the taxes. That's a consideration in terms of where the money comes from as well. Tax efficiency in retirement, boy, that's a key component of, of a successful plan. It is. It is, no question. I mean, even if, even if you think, like I've talked a few times, hopefully, hopefully most of you are utilizing a Roth IRA. If you make too much money to contribute, you can still do backdoor conversions. You know, there's no income limit to do a backdoor conversion 
you know, of let's say convert an old 401k or old IRA into a Roth. Uh, there's no limit, but guys, the clock is ticking on that. If you have interest in doing a Roth conversion, you need to get moving now because there is uh, there are some bills in front of Congress right now that will eliminate uh, that backdoor Roth conversion. Uh, I want to say in the next three or four years. So if you're thinking about it, you want you want to start taking action soon. Uh, so sit down with your advisor, sit down with your accountant, make sure it makes sense for your situation because you might not be able to do it. Uh, five years from now. Sure. And and again, the, um, the well, and you've said many times too, that taxes are probably going to go up. Well, I mean, I think it's inevitable that they will go yes. up. And that, that again, is reason to pay attention to your plan, make sure that it stays current with what's going on. And that really is a, is a, one of the things that you do, right? You look out for that. It, it, it is. And that's something, you know, and, and if you haven't talked to your advisor in a while, you, you reach, reach out, you know, make, make sure you have these conversations uh, and, and that they, they know, you know, what's happening or what might have changed. And the two of you can sit down and get together and take a look uh, based on the current environment, you know, so you see exactly what you've, what you're, uh, see exactly where you are on your plan, what stage you are in the plan and how close you are and make sure that we don't have to make some adjustments. And the other thing guys, and, and uh, don't, don't shoot the messenger here. Um, but if you're close to retirement, Give some thought to maybe if you worked another six or 12 months, you know, the difference that would make in your retirement planning could be pretty huge because it's, it's, you know, one thing when you're working, you've got those paychecks coming in every week, but a lot of times it can be very uh, psychologically uh, distressful for folks when that paycheck stops because there's no more money coming in. And, and so what I suggest is to try to, you know, if you could work a little longer, especially if you've got a job you like at a company you like with people that you like, by all means, you know, stick around a little longer, work a little longer so that you can build up that cushion a little bit more because if something unexpected happens down the road, you don't want it to derail all your plans because you still want to have fun, right? You still want to have exactly. a good time. <laughs> you know, exactly. So let's, uh, let, let's build up that budget so you can have a good time, whether it, whatever it might be, fishing or golfing or seeing the, seeing the grandkids, whatever it might be, traveling. Uh, you want, it's going to take a, a good amount of money to do all these things. We can certainly see that, right? Every right. day we go out. Well, so, you know, we just heard from uh, we just heard that report about that new survey on on inflation and how it is affecting pretty much everybody. Is is it time to really take a look at that plan and and okay, here's our fun list. Uh, do we need to revise that? Perhaps uh, you know scale it back some. You, you know what? I think it's a good idea to take a look at that list. It it it, it does depends on on your where you're at. You know, are you already retired? If you're already and if you are already retired, how closer you know. Where are you at in terms of all your savings? Do you have sufficient savings that you have not tapped into? Uh, in other words, you've got sufficient reserves. You know, may, maybe you don't need to adjust, you know, adjust anything. But if you're if you're starting to get close, in other words, you're using reserves and you're really generating the mat most income you possibly can, then you probably want to revisit what you're doing uh, in terms of your spending habits and see where you might be able to lower your spending. Um, you, you know, when they're talk when that reporter talked about you know changing plans. Uh, for instance, I was looking, uh, 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 you know, I haven't flown in a little while and typically flying back to uh, Illinois from from Arizona would usually cost you know, like the 350, 400 bucks, something like that. Yeah, sure. You know, on Southwest, you know, well, I went ahead yeah. and I, I punched up some prices, guys, and I got a quote of a thousand bucks for wow. a flight, the same flight on the same airline a month from now. It's not like I tried to get a flight, you know, for three days from now. <laughs> exactly. This, this is for a month from now. 
and and I, I couldn't I couldn't believe I could not believe that it was over a thousand dollars, and and I think it's important, um, you know, that everybody take a look take a look at what you're doing, you know, because maybe maybe you'll change something. Maybe you stay, you know, five nights instead of seven. Maybe you take a road trip instead of hopping on a plane. Um, but we want to we definitely want to stay in stay in tune with your with your finances so that you always know where they are and you know exactly what type of cushion you have, uh, so that if you do have to adjust, you can make those adjustments. So we talk about um, repositioning our portfolio. Is that the same as just diversification? You, you know, it's. I'm, I'm going to say it's a little bit, a little bit different. A little because, different. Okay, good. Yeah, the, the diversification. Diversification is, in my opinion, the way to uh, preserve wealth by being in various asset classes, various sectors, uh, and and having the funds spread out across numerous areas. Um, you know, repositioning might be something like, for instance, when, when you're looking at what's happening with the economy, you know, when interest rates are rising, for instance, maybe somebody get reduces your position in technology, let's say, because when interest rates rise, typically tech, got, tech stocks get hit in the short term. Uh, or it could be something like maybe taking advantage of energy or materials or metals. You know, this year, some of the stocks that I've been trading uh, that have been, you know, things that have been making money, a lot of them are, are in the energy and material space and minerals, things like that. And uh, chem chemical companies have been doing well. Uh, transport started off doing really well at the beginning of the year, and then they really got hit in the last month. Uh, you know, so repositioning, it, in my opinion, is taking more advantage of the shorter terms uh, in the areas that are in and out of favor, avoiding the ones out of favor, right? Uh, to take advantage of current trends and current economies and current markets. All right. that I mean, that makes sense too. And, and as we look at this, Working with an advisor becomes a, a critical part of this. And, and I've, I'm a firm believer in that you get what you pay for when you're working with a fiduciary independent advisor. It's worth every penny. You said this earlier that, I mean, statistically, people do better when they work with an advisor. They do. They do. And, and, it's, and it's, of course, it is about the investment returns and the portfolio, but, but that's not the only thing. You know, it's not the only thing. There are, there are a lot of things to look at. Returns are certainly important. Um, but it's also important to look at the volatility that your portfolio is experiencing because the, the big swings in an account can, uh, uh, can, can be detrimental to folks. You know, a lot of people will get very, you know, it can cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress when you see your portfolio, you know, take a big hit and you see that you're down 30 or 40 or $50,000 or something, it can be pretty unnerving. And so what I try to do is minimize the volatility and, and reduce the volatility to the lowest point possible that still will allow us to achieve our, you know, to get the returns we're trying to achieve. And so I think that when you talk about an advisor as, as well as the investment returns, we can also help you out with a lot of other things. Anything financial is what I tell my clients, anything financial at all, be, you know, I'm happy to give you my, my opinion or my, or my suggestions. Uh, so people will call me what, like when they're looking uh, at getting a mortgage, they'll talk to me about their mortgage. Even I don't, I don't do, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not a mortgage broker. Um, but I'm happy to give you my input, my feedback, and, and that, can save, that can save folks some money on the interest rate they're paying or the points or the terms of the loan, you know, as, as well as insurance and any, other, any number of other things. Uh, they can help you in many, many different ways. It's not just about the returns, but also with taxes, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, if, if we can structure some of your tax-free accounts so that maybe one year or two or three years, four years, who knows, depends on how much you have in the tax-free accounts. But if you took all your income in one year from the tax-free accounts, that would essentially make your Social Security tax-free, okay? Now, you can't have a very high income over and above your Social Security 
without it triggering taxes on this on up to 85% of your social security. But if your income is from a health savings account or from a Roth IRA, you know, there's no limit to how much you can bring in. And if those are your only sources of other income, your social security will not be taxable either. And that alone could save, you know, I think in most cases between four and 5,000 uh, per year. Yeah. So that makes there are a lot of sense. things you can do. Sure. Well, and again, it's always good to know that there's things that you can do. And, and you know, one of the other things that you could do is, and, and we don't need to get in a deep discussion about this, but annuities become uh, a tool that is more relevant than ever. They, you know what they, they, they are. And, 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 you know, um, guys, if anybody's, I, I, I co-wrote a book on long-term care a little while back. Yes. And, and one of the chapters is either chapter, I think it's chapter eight or nine. I said it, I titled it as annuities are not a bad word. Annuities, it's not a bad word, okay? A lot of writers and a lot of stockbrokers uh, will will act as though they're all bad. And that's just, that's just false. That's just totally false. That's like saying all stocks are bad, right? Or all cars are bad. You know, it's just not the case. Yes, some of them, some of them are, all right? But not, it's not absolute. In other words, in other words the, the, the best annuities that are out there like the best index annuities have, have made returns north of 8% for the last 10 years. Wow. Right. Without any risk, without any risk of a loss, guys, no risk of a loss due to the market going down, but they're not all the same. All right. So it's important that you find somebody and work with somebody that you feel good about that knows what they're doing. That's been working with these products for a long time because I, I get updates every day and this is all that I do. And it can still be difficult to stay on top of all the changes. Because just like every other industry out there, they're, they're always trying to make a better television, trying to make a better car. It's the same thing in the financial space. They're always trying to create a better product and, and to come up with something new or something different that makes it better. And so annuities can be used uh, for income as well. And I'll tell you, to give you an example, if somebody's, let's say you're 60 years old and you put $100,000 into an, an annuity for income, and you're going to start the income 10 years later when you turn 70. You know that hundred thousand dollars could pay you, could could pay you roughly ten thousand dollars a year, if you wait on it for ten years. All right, ten thousand a year guaranteed for the rest of your life. Wow. All right. Wow. And so try try to do that with a hundred thousand dollars in any other investment. You're not going to be able to. You might be able to get that income for a, for a little while, but it certainly isn't going to be guaranteed. And so annuities can be a good source. Personally, that's one thing that you know for me and my wife that I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to be using annuities for an additional source of income, right? That'll be one of the sources of income for me and my wife. You can also use them for safety. They don't have to be used for income. All right. A lot of folks, a lot of my clients put money into index annuities because they say, Kevin, I don't want to lose any of that money. I want to see it grow better than I can at this, you know, 2% CD that the bank is offering. Right. But I don't want to take a chance on losing that money. All right. And an index annuity in a lot of cases could be just the right fit. It all depends on your individual situation, um, but you owe it to yourself to look into them to see if they might play a role in that tool chest we spoke about earlier. This is another tool that you can use to help build that portfolio and build that retirement plan. Absolutely. Folks, if you'd like to reach out to Kevin and have a conversation, visit the website, silverleaffinancial.com. You can reach Kevin direct there, or you can call 800-975-6717, 800-975-6717. Kevin mentioned his book. The book is called The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. So you cover a lot of ground. If you're talking annuities, you're talking long-term care, you're talking, you know, uh, the living benefit of life insurance. I mean, there's, there's a lot yes. in that book. 
there, there, there is a lot of there is a lot in that book, and uh, and and guys, the other thing I can I can talk to you about, and I can show you one of the things we cover in the book is that we can show you if if you want to take care. Let me say it this way: if you want to address long term care, if you think you want to put something in place that should uh, you or your wife or you or your husband need uh, long term care in the future, there are ways you can reposition that I can show you how we can reposition assets uh, into vehicles that that uh, if you need it for long term care. We can do it on a tax-free basis. We just talked about saving money in taxes earlier, a couple times on the show, right? Yeah. This is another way. Rather than using after-tax money to pay for long-term care, how about if I can show you how to do it with, with tax-free money, essentially saving you 20, 25, 30, maybe 40%, depending on your tax bracket. There are things you can do and strategies you can employ that, that can enable you to just, you know, to just use, ta- to use tax-free money for long-term care expenses. And the good thing is that if you don't need it, if you never have to use it for long-term care, it's still your money. You don't give it up. You're not giving it to anybody. It's not going away. It's your money. It'll go to either you if you decide to take it back out or whatever whatever beneficiary you might, na- you might name, whether it's a family member or a child or a, or a charity. All right. But you don't give up the money. It stays your uh, asset. It stays in your control. And that makes, I mean, again, these are all things that you can do and you can help with and, again, are happy to do that, especially if somebody's looking for a second opinion. I mean, that would be a, that would be a great opportunity right now. It, it, it would. And, and that's something I do all day, every day, you know, and, and just so everybody knows, uh, and it's on my website, there's, I don't charge, any, there's no charge for meetings or phone calls. Uh, there's certainly no obligation. Uh, I'm happy to sit down and, and help, uh, you know, get everybody the education that they're, that they're looking for. We can't, we can't, you know, individually know everything, right? We need help in this life. And, and whether that's, you know, from, from a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or an accountant or, or a financial advisor, okay, most of us need some help to get where we want to be. And I think the smartest of us surround themselves with other very smart people that have knowledge in areas that they might not. And, and to me, that's the best thing you can do is build a team of people that you can rely on. I, I know with myself for around the house, I'm, I'm always looking for like, you know, maintenance guys or handyman or electrician or a plumber or a, you know, an HVAC guy that I know I can trust that if something comes up, I know I can call him and he's not going to try to take advantage. Yes. Right. He's, yeah, he's going to give me a fair deal. And I think it's the same with other things. You just need to surround yourself with good people that you can count on. And a financial advisor is one of them. Well, and, and you are that guy. I, you know what? I, I certainly, I certainly try to be, yes. I certainly try to be. So. <laughs> so, I mean, again, boy, we're up against the clock already. It's, it, this really went quick and we covered, I mean, again, some pretty interesting topics today. Oh, you know what? I, I think so guys, you know, the, the world of finance can, can, can be very, it can be very exciting as well as, you know, some people might not think it is. Um, but you know what? The difference between doing things the, the right way and, 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 and a better way can make a world of difference in your retirement. So by all means, reach out, find somebody you feel good about that you can work with for the next several years. And uh, I think you'd be very well rewarded for doing so. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. 
There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, hosts, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.